Why, hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest installment of the Parrot Gaming Productions podcast. Hi, good morning, Helios. Um, so today we are going to talk a little bit about uh, Skyrim again because I cannot stop playing Skyrim. Skyrim seems to be one of the games that I just I will not stop playing, and then. We're going to talk a little bit about Elder Scrolls VI, um, the Elder Scrolls VI, which is the next installment of Elder Scrolls V, which was Skyrim, and some other interesting news that is apparently out there. Um, so to kind of just start off with, uh, we'll dump or dive right into it. Uh, so I was, um, so there's um there was an incident that happened, I think it was 2011 or 2012, where a British SAS reservist who was actually serving a tour of duty in like Kenya or, or uh, something like that, um, there was a terrorist attack that happened. And in the terrorist attack, he had all his gear and his equipment in the back of his car. Well, he ended up donning all of his gear and his equipment and saving a whole, f- whole bunch of people uh, from this terrorist attack that was going on. And he was uh, photographed several, several times helping, um, helping these police, you know, helping the foreign police officers. Well, it turns out uh, he was part of the 21st SAS regiment. Um, basically, he was a reservist, and so he was. Um, you know, he was spotted with his M4, his equipment. He had a Navy, he had a SEAL Team 3 patch. So I guess he had worked with SEAL Team 3 in, in the past or whatever. And they decided to, you know, patch him in and give him a nice little patch. But anyways, uh, in the newest Call of Duty update, Otter is is the character that you can play as. And when one of Otter's skins looks exactly like him, you know, he's got the balaclava on. He's, I mean, in the... In, in the pictures that you can see of him online, because he's, he's online, he's in, like, a pink shirt and blue jeans and jeans, and then he's got a camouflage, like, he's got a really outdated camouflage, you know, uh, the old school, not outdated, I should say, old school camouflage gear on, and he's running around with his M4 rocking and rolling it. Well, I took a look at it in Call of Duty, even though I have not played Call of Duty in a long time. He's he's one of the, one of the unlockables that you can get with with the up and his name is otter i we don't actually know his name because he's part of the sas the special operations service uh it's a lot like the seals team a seal team or you know like as the 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 british sas is very akin to the uh the seal team for the brits so they blur out his face they don't you know they're not gonna say hey who this guy is but i also uh found out that during that attack an ex-irish army ranger an irish army ranger uh actually helped out in in it too um so that, that was pretty neat and interesting it was one of the things i learned on today and uh today i learned in reddit and then looking at some other top news breath of the wild 2 release date announcement leaked by retail leak um so that means that there is you know there is a breath of the wild 2 coming out and it looks like it's uh, oh, uh, a French computer and gaming retailer 
World Trade and Technologies has allegedly leaked the fact that there will be a Breath of the Wild 2 Collector's Edition, and part of the leak includes that the European price tag is $82.85 euros. I don't know how, yeah, so 82.85 euros. I wonder what that conversion is. Google. Um, euros, euros to dollars. Wow, the euro is strong. Uh, so like 98 bucks. 98 American dollars. If I'm reading this correctly, December 31st of 2020 is the release release date. Date de sortie. Date de sortie. English translation. The release date for her to... Okay, yeah, so d date de sortie is like the release date. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting, huh, bud? Yeah. So, yeah, that... Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense <clears throat> because... Um, that would be an excellent time to release it right around Christmas. I don't know why they wouldn't push for a Christmas release date, you know, like a December 24th or something like that. That might be a little bit more interesting or a little bit better. Uh, but then again, this is Nintendo. We are talking about Nintendo is ridiculous, ridiculously popular. Like, it doesn't matter when it releases. Nintendo will just like, oh, hey, this, by the way. And then you'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll take all that with everything and all that good stuff and a lot of people just oh man that uh yeah nintendo is nintendo is amazing i, I give nintendo i give nintendo so much like i like i remember when they came out with the switch i was like that was so dope and i i remember i bought the switch when it first first came out and i i got it for I did get Breath of the Wild, but I I'm the kind of I don't like I don't like the uh, I, I like the RPG elements of Breath of the Wild. The one thing that I just couldn't get over was I couldn't get over how your weapons kept breaking. I was not like if I I would play through I would play through Breath of the Wild if there was a way that I could type in a cheat to make my weapons not break. I don't like. I don't like having to carry around like 15 bows and then, you know, in the middle of battle have a bow break because I've, I've used some like old school bows and those things don't break. You know, I've, I've used, you know, the ones where it's, you know, you carve it out of wood, you string it yourself, you know, to unstring it, you, you know, you you literally almost like break the damn thing. But I've just... I've never understood why games will, will do that, where it's like, oh, our video game, you know, mechanic is that a weapon's break and it's more difficult. It's like, no, just let me pick up a weapon and continue to move on with it. That's what that that's the one reason why I didn't like Breath of the Wild too. Uh, especially, uh, I mean, other than that, the game was absolutely fine. I loved everything about Breath of the Wild too. It was it was a fun game. It it was a nice game actually, but. I just, I, I don't like that mechanic where, that's why I didn't like a game called Dying Light. You know, Dying, like, I've, I've hit 
because I, I remember I was uh, one of my friends was like, "Here, have a baseball bat," and I was like, "All right." And so I upgraded it. You know, I duct taped or I put some duct tape around the handle, and I pounded some nails through it. I have I have used the baseball bat and smacked it on some shit. Like I've 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 taken like wooden baseball bats and just you know tried to demolish them against a, a tree. But like. I, you know, I've hit it a couple times real hard against a tree. Now, a tree is solid, and I'm talking like these big old oak trees and stuff like that. Not a human body, like what, you know, you're smashing that's become a zombie. And it'll be like, rap, rap, and you're like, why did that break? Why is that, why is that broken? Why, how does that baseball bat break? Like, you get an aluminum bat. I have an aluminum bat. You know, it's my, it's my home protection that I have in my tiny little apartment. But like, if you smash a, a, an aluminum bat against some shit, it's not gonna break. It's just not. And in the game, it's like, oh, it, it's it's broken. I mean, silent. I mean, you know, it, it did have it did get some stuff correctly, like a silencer for your weapon. Silencers do degrade over time, but they don't degrade over like you know, hundred shots or something like that. Like how in Metal Gear Solid, I remember one of the new Metal Gear Solid games that I played for. I think it was Xbox or PlayStation Five. But, no, it was for Xbox. And they're like, oh, your silencer is only good for, like, ten shots. And it's like, what? No, there's there's no way it's only good for ten shots. Sorry, I've got work at one o'clock. And it's 10.55. And I'm, I'm getting... Uh, I'm getting hydrated. Um, work has been so ridiculously hot lately. It's been, it's been amazing. But, yeah, I just... I, I don't like those games where... Yeah, Blue. I don't like the game mechanics where your weapons will break. I mean, it, if, if, if it's a slow degradation where, you know, you can use it for quite some time... Like in Minecraft. I'm actually okay with how the weapons work in Minecraft. Because they don't... Like, in Breath of the Wild, they seem to break in like four or five hits. You know, or if you're not... If you're using it against the wrong enemy or doing, you know, da 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 like it breaks in like two hits or if you're using it against the right enemy it'll break in like seven hits. I don't like that. Like in Minecraft though, you know, I the reason why I'm okay with starting in Minecraft or playing with Minecraft is because in Minecraft the weapon, the, the degradation of weapons is very, very slow. I mean, yeah, a wooden pickaxe. A wooden pickaxe. Sorry, I had to burp there. I mean, a wooden pickaxe chopping away at a, a piece of, you know, what? A, cobblestone. There we go. Yeah, like a pickaxe, you know, co you know, hacking away at cobblestone. I, I get it. Like, I understand why that would break fairly quickly. But, you know, it's like a, a, a goblin. Uh, 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 are they called goblins or goblins? Whatever. But then the the so like hitting a, a goblin in Breath of the Wild two with a steel sword, you know your store your sword breaks in like seven in ten hits, say, versus you know if you hit one of those lizard people or whatever, it breaks in like three because it's the lizard person. No, I don't. No, that's nonsense. That's ridiculous. That's no, I just no, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. Whereas with Minecraft, it's like, oh, you've been mining for like seven minutes, 
Yeah, you, your pickaxe, your your wooden pickaxe is not gonna break. Oh, okay. Oh, you've been mining for like an hour, and your you know your you know your diamond pickaxe is is now going to almost be broken. Oh, okay. But hey, if you take it here and you combine it with this other thing, you can fix it and you know make it even better. All right, I like that. I like that. I do also like the enchantment. I mean, that's that's kind of one of the reasons why I like Skyrim is. That's okay, Skyrim. We got to talk about Skyrim. I <laughs> so I'm playing as a female wood elf. And like as, a, as I think I said it earlier in a I think I was either talking to talking to somebody or I said it earlier on a podcast where if I'm going to have to stare at somebody in third person, I'm going to play as a female character. It's just they're you know, it, it they are uh, my preferred sex of choice. When playing video games, if I'm going to stare at you, or, and I also think it's kind of cute when, um, when I when I play people one on one and I just totally destroy them. It's like, <laughs> hey, you got destroyed by a female, or like I'll deck my gun out in pink or something like that, and I'll be like, you just got annihilated by a pink AK-47. What is your excuse? That's that's how I feel about it. But um, so I ended up. I did. I didn't know these were mechanics in the game. Like you can adopt kids, and you can get married. Okay, that's interesting. So, I was uh, I was running around in this this little. The, so I, I had bought a house in Breezeway. I had already saved up and I, I saved up enough gems. I, I did a, I did like a couple raids. I got a bunch of gems and I sold them, and uh, they were like, hey, you could buy a home in Bree. Uh, uh, the breeze home or breezeway or whatever it is and i was like sure i'll buy it so you know i i started you know just kind of taking little side quests and, and running through some caves and dungeons and <clears throat> and overcumbering myself to sell all the swords and weapons and all that crap like that and so i uh, i bought the home and i had decked it out to be a single man's home and i had a companion by the name of lydia you know the the first girl that you get she died somewhere, apparently. I don't know where she died, but she she died. And I was like, all right, well, I guess you're dead, and you're no longer following me. That's dope. So I I don't know what happened to her. I, I think she died somewhere. But I thought I, th- I kind of thought it was weird because you, when your companion goes down, your companion will go down, but they won't die-die. Because um, I've accidentally almost killed my companion, you know, with friendly fire because they... Decided to move in front of an arrow to the dome, and they had very little health left, which was very, very smart. But that's besides the fact. So I, I did a bunch of raids, and I, I got a bunch of money, and I bought the Breeze home. I furnished it, and I had furnished it with an alchemy lab because I was hoping that I could do the arcane uh, spellcaster to enchant everything at home. Well, I, I guess that's not something you can do. So I always have to run to... Uh, Dragon Keep or Dragon Gate to do my enchantments. Which, by the way, I don't understand how you get better at enchanting. I really don't. But uh, so I, I'm running around in town and I'm like gonna go enchant some stuff because I've got I've got like I've got a bunch of necklaces that I found and I got a bunch of rings that I found that I was gonna enchant because uh, I I had a bunch of I I never thought I'd take so many notes. In the in a game, and we'll get to, we'll get into that in just a second. Back on track. So this little girl comes up to me, and she's like, "Hey, spare a septum." It's like, "Yeah, I'll give you a septum. No big deal." 
I always give septums to all the beggars. And then, like, you can open up a dialogue option. Well, come to find out, like, her parents died. And her aunt and uncle, aunt and uncle kicked her off the farm, and she has nowhere to go. And one of the options is, like, yo, little girl, I can adopt you. And she's like, really? That's so awesome. And then, like, I had two dialogue options that was like, oh, sorry, not right now. Or I don't have the space. It's like, oh, oh, that's right. I have to have the kid's bedroom. Why didn't I pick the kid's bedroom to begin with? So I was like, you stay right here. I, I oh my, like, I ran into, uh, I ran into Dragon's Keep to yell at the, to yell at the guy and be like, I need a kid's bedroom in my house, like, today. And kept running around, kept running around, kept running around. And I couldn't find him, couldn't find him. And so I, I paused the game. I did a little bit of Googling. And it's like, oh, yeah, he can be found here, here, here. So I left Dragon's Keep. I entered back into Dragon's Keep. And there he was sitting at the table. And I go, kid's bedroom. Ooh, that scared the poop out of me. At 11 o'clock every day, the siren goes off. So I go, I need a kid's bedroom ASAP. And the guy's like, dope, here's your, here's your kid's bedroom. And I ran, down, I ran outside. Hey, little girl. And she's like, what? I was like, guess what? I'm adopting you. She goes, oh, thanks, Mommy. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm playing as a girl. <laughs> I totally forgot. Hey, buddies, let's keep it calm now. Let's keep it calm. I totally forgot I was playing as a girl. That was... And and then every time I... Buddy. Every time I come home, she'll be like, Hey, Mommy, did you get me something? Well, I was able to buy a wooden sword that I thought I could maybe actually use. But no, it's like a kid's sword. And then I bought her a... Uh, I bought her a kid's... A she was wearing a green dress. And then I had bought her a kid's blue dress. Well, she put it, like, I, you know, uh, she's like, hey, did you bring me something? I was like, yeah, I got you a wooden sword. I got you this blue dress, and I got you this. She put on the blue dress. Like, how awesome is that, that she put on the blue dress? And she was like, yeah, Mom, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out with you now. I was like, yeah, that's dope. Thanks. That's awesome. So I got a kid, and then um, I did this quest for I think it was Satan. I think it was Satan. I don't know. I I don't I, I don't know who it was. Um, I maybe a Daedric Loki. I don't know. Whatever. So I'm running through, and I play this drinking game, and he promises me promises me a staff that I don't really care about because I don't really like staffs. But I, I run through. I do the mission. Well, I get drunk, and like I have to go talk to this lady that I kind of like saved earlier. And I was running through, and she was talking about how I had lost a wedding ring that she gave me for my spouse, or something. Other. Like the, the storyline didn't it didn't make too much sense. Where I was like, oh hey, I you know I have a um, I she gave me a ring for a husband that was supposed to marry me, and I was like, why do I have to have a husband? Why can't I be gay? Like I don't <clears throat> I don't understand why like. I like games like Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is like you can make yourself uh, a he/she Andromedus pile of goop if you want to. You know, you can you can be a, a chick with a male voice, or you can be a guy with a, a female voice. You can be an androgynous character. You can be whatever you want to be. I like those. I think that that's cool. You know, just the the tiny little things where you're not railroaded into either being a, a straight heterosexual person i think that it's just i think it's so dumb i you know like i, I like that the, the the ability to just whatever the ability to, to do whatever so i ended up going out 
and uh, I I found this ring on what I can only describe as oh god I'd seen her in, I'd seen it in a movie before but it basically it reminded me of of an evil character in a movie and it gave me the dialogue option to it, it was like uh, she was talking about like how I uh, my character was like oh yeah my husband died or whatever. And then, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, that's so tragic, you know, da-da-da-da. And one of the game options is, like, do you like me? And and I clicked it, and the character's like, oh, yeah, well, I do like you. Do you like me? And then one of the options is like, yeah, I like you. And then I was like, yeah, I like you because I gave you a tusk and you wanted to become this amazing mage and, you know, prove your parents wrong or whatever. And I was like, okay, we'll see where this goes. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, time is so short. Go to the go to this uh, uh, go because uh, I just discovered it. Well, because you wake up there, you wake up in in the temple, and they're like, "Oh, go to the temple. We'll start the wedding at night." And it's like, "Oh, I guess I'm getting married now." <laughs> so I got married at Skyrim. <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, so now I have a a, a wife who uh, I have a wife who owns a store. And apparently you can get the split of the store of gold that she makes as side income. But I, I, like ever since Fallout 4, I have been a hardcore looter. Like if I can, like if, if it takes me an extra 20 minutes to hobble my dumb self back to where I can sell things. So that way I can, like what I'll do is like I'll clear out a mansion. Like, I'll clear out, like, because uh, they, they have, you know, well, it's a dungeon raid. You know, I'll clear out a, a, ca a cave or a cavern or a dungeon, and I'll carry a bunch of stuff, and I'll, I'll loot everything that I want to take, and then what I'll do is I'll store it all in a chest, right outside, the, you know, right in, in the gate, and then what I do is I leave the cave, fast travel home, sell all my stuff, fast travel back to the cave, Get back into the, you know, go back into that container, reload all the stuff that I want to, fast travel back, and then that way I can just sell everything and not have to worry about my weight encumbrance. You know, where I have to walk, what usually takes me 50, you know, usually takes me 10 minutes, will take me maybe 30 or 40. So that's what I do. I, you know, I, I'll, I'll steal everybody's stuff and I'll just, I'll put it in little chests along the way and then I'll over encumber myself on my way back. And then what I'll do is I'll, you know, I'll store it all fast travel a bunch of times and I'll sell all my stuff which is why I in my in game it's so that's one of the things that uh, one, of, one of the things I've noticed like my in game time that I play games is so long because of the way I do things and that's how I've been that's how I was able to afford the breeze home I mean I, every emerald every you know everything that I, I see I, I have the ability to anything I can sell I will sell and I just keep chugging and chugging and chugging and chugging and that's how I was able to afford everything but now I've got this extra income that I don't technically hey let's not do that buddy let's not do that at all hey stop it homie you don't see anything there is nothing out there you don't see it you don't see it that's the only thing that's the only bad thing about him that's the only bad thing about doing these things in the mornings is that uh, every once in a while they will think that they see something, and they don't, or they do, and I just I can't see the hawk that's out there, and out and about there. But yeah, so Skyrim, I, I got married, I adopted a kid, 
I panicked when adopting the child, too, because I was like, I'm not going to leave this kid just on the street. I'm going to adopt this kid. And so I, uh, I ran around till I found the guy that can give me the things that I needed, and I basically blew a lot of the money that I didn't want to blow, but I was like, hey, I'm going to make sure. Um, so now I have a child. I have a laugh. And, uh, yeah, so Skyrim's going pretty great. Um, I've unlocked a couple of things. I played a couple of great things. I, I just... I, I had to take a side in Skyrim where I had to either go against Ulfric the Stormcloak or I would need to join the Empire. I joined the Empire or the Imperial Army. I don't... I don't pay that much attention to the lore. But I was playing with... Because uh, I ran through... Because it was like, oh, go meet... I You know, go meet Mr. Stormcloak. It's like, all right. So I went to meet the dude. And I talked to him a little bit. And, like, everything that you hear is like, oh, he shouted and killed, you know, the High King. And, you know, he's like, oh, there's never... There hasn't been a true king for a very, very long time in Skyrim. You know, he's just a puppeteer and da-da-da-da-da. Now... I know that, like, in most games, you're supposed to, like, you're all, you're always a part of the rebellion. You're, you know, your job is, like, oh, overthrow the evil government and da-da-da-da-da. Government of Skyrim ain't bad. Like, I mean, there's a lot of, like, prejudice and stuff like that and bigotry towards, like, dark elves or the Khajiit or the Khaji, Khajiit, whatever the, the, the cat race is. I mean, the dragon people are pretty cool, but, like, I'm down for the Empire. Like, I'm all down for the, you know, the Imperial people. Like, I became a companion, and so now I can turn into a werewolf, too. But yeah, no, I said, I said, forget uh, Ulfric Stormcloak. I don't, I don't, I don't like the guy. I don't like his, the way he does things. I'm just not a fan of how he operaminates. Um, You know, his, his lead general is basically this bloodthirsty, like, dude who's just like, oh, yeah, kill him while they're sleeping. It's like... Any other game, I'm totally down for it, you know, where I'm like, okay, yeah, let's, you know, sneak attack while these things are sleeping, or or what have you, or, you know, if I'm, like, playing, like, like in the, the first mission of uh, Call of Duty, when you jump onto the oil tanker and you take out all the Russian uh, the guys in their sleep, where you can just naff them into face and stuff, I, like, I'm down to do some, some stuff, but, like, he, it, it, it was like I was talking about with Doom, like, gore to be gore. It, I don't like the gore to be gore. You don't need to unnecessarily just be this lunatic to just be a lunatic. Like, I get it. It's, you know, being a murder hobo is fun. But, like, in, in Skyrim, I only kill wolves that attack me. I killed one woolly mammoth because I had to. I actually accidentally attacked a woolly mammoth and had to end up killing it. And I, I decided to reload the game because I was trying to kill a troll that it was attacking. And so I... Or no, was it a giant? I forget. I, I killed a, a troll or... No, it was a giant. I, I killed the giant that it was attacking. And then the woolly mammoth started to attack me. And I just ran away. Like, woolly mammoths are technically extinct. And I mean, I guess there's quite a few woolly mammoths in the game. But I'm not going to kill a woolly mammoth in Skyrim. I just don't see the need to. There's little foxes and rabbits everywhere. I'm not running around hunting foxes and rabbits. I, I like to uh, do the fusrada, you know, on wolves to just push them away from me. If they happen to fall off a cliff, they happen to fall off a cliff. So that's that's not a bit, you know, that's, that's on them. They got a little too close. They wanted to attack me. 
but it, it was it was like when I was talking earlier about uh, when I was cheating and playing through the game and before I had restarted it and stopped cheating. But like these little goblins just see me attack a dragon, you know, like they like these these wolves see me attack and kill a giant freaking spider. They just see me attack a giant and kill a giant. And then the wolves are like, oh, we'll attack this guy. It's like, no, I think they're a little bit smarter than that. I think they're a little smarter than that. I want to give them a little bit more. You know, I want to say they're they're possibly a little bit smarter than that, because if I, I mean, even even if I was a, a it's like hyenas, how like when hyenas will only gang up on a lone lion, but as soon as there's like a second lion there, they back right off. You know, it's it's just that smart mentality. You know, you see these two people who just take down a giant or just took down a dragon. So yeah. But I ended up hiring this other dude in Skyrim to, uh, uh, he was quite expensive, 500 gold pieces. That was another raid that I was really pissed off about. So I had to, I hired another companion because I get, I get lonely. I get lonely on my little journeys. It's, it's fun when you have a traveling companion. And it's also nice when they distract the enemies and you can sneak around and hit them in the back of the face with, a, with an arrow. Those, that's always, I... I am such a bow and arrow fan. I, I like I'm playing I'm playing a dark elf. No, no, I'm maybe no, I'm maybe I'm not a dark elf. I'm a wood elf. Yeah, that's right. I'm a wood elf ranger. And if there is any game that is highly akin to Dungeons and Dragons, I feel like that's exactly what Skyrim is. Skyrim was like, do you want to play a live action version of Dungeons and Dragons in a little game that we built? Uh yeah, and so that's where I came. That's that's where it is. I play Dungeons and Dragons all day, every day. I really want to actually play real life Dungeons and Dragons. I want to. Oh, big stretch! I want to get together with a couple people, either online or, or yeah, like I'd 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 like to do it online where I actually play Dungeons and Dragons over to over to compoopers with people. I mean, as long as you got a Facebook Messenger, as long as you got Facebook Messenger, we could do a big old Facebook Messenger call. And I could for sure build some stuff cuz I was able, I I was able to build a campaign last time. I don't think it would be that hard for me to build a campaign online to where I show you just a bunch of pictures and we're able to uh we're able to play online with the materials that we actually have or the way that we actually have um there's a d20 a roll 20 or something like that is what it's called where you can upload maps and you know have everybody view your session i i've heard it was kind of interesting i did try it with a buddy of mine alex before and it didn't really kind of work out that well so we just all did a discord call but i'm I'd be interested to to give it a second shot to learn a little bit more about it if I'm not playing Skyrim too much. So yeah, that's video gaming. That's video gaming. I went on some little tangents there, and I lost track very hardcore. Lost track very, very hardcore. And I probably forgot to talk about some things too, but hey, that's kind of what happens when you're, when you're half awake taking three Advil in the morning to get your body ready for the day. <clears throat> so uh, at work... Work has been interesting. There is a, there's a kiddo at work that I've come to find out a lot of people hate. A lot, a lot of people hate. And he's going off to school and maybe going to be working for us part-time, which I really kind of like. But he's also kind of a dumbass. Like, straight-up dumbass. 
Um, so one day, uh, so he, uh, there's a lot of water hoses. I'll just put it to you this way. Like the amount of water that we use to clean, like, okay, first off, I want to say this. I, I used to be a big old germaphobe and I used to be really, really weird about food. And I used to be hardcore weird about sanitization and all this other stuff. So when I started working at the cheese place that I worked, I found out that we use a lot of hot water, which is you know, a really good thing. And then the way that we sanitize everything is very, it's quite thorough. Like you don't really need to actually clean and get into a lot of places to make sure that everything is all clean, but we do, um, with a lot of the sanitization, with a lot of that I know, with a lot that I know about sanitization and a lot of the solutions that we've, we technically use, you don't necessarily have to do a lot of it, but we, uh, the company that I work for goes above and beyond. Like I know that there's like the bare minimum, and then there's what we do, and what we do is is usually quite above and beyond to to make sure everything is uh, very sanitized, and they do some pretty heavy inspections with some pretty unique equipment, and I all, all of a sudden had a newfound respect for cheese and how it is made. Well, so uh, we have a lot of water hoses. We have. Uh, uh, just hoses that just spout off water. And then, you know, you have the old school nozzles where you can either make it a big old mist rainbow or you can just, you know, you know, spray it, spray it down. So this kid that everybody hates, we'll, we'll call him, um, we'll call him Mr. Bag. Cause he's a, he's a, he's, he, you know, he's a D bag. He's a, a hot bag of garbage. So Mr. Bag decides that he wants to spray one of the dudes that I know at work. And he drenches him. So of course the you know the guy's got to go change or what have you. And then you know he's you know the the dude's like oh I'm gonna get I'm gonna get bag back I'm gonna get d bag back we're we're gonna you know I'm gonna soak him at work. So we I'm I'm cleaning up in the tower room with with everybody else and I'm waiting for him to just tag him with a bunch of water and just get him soaking wet. Well he doesn't he he doesn't do it. And then Mister D bag on our way out of work, decides to spray him down again, and he gets him really good again. So uh, the guy runs around the corner waiting for D-Bag to come around, and I'm walking in front of the pack going, I want to get a good shot, I want to see what's going on. Well, because I was the first one to round the corner, guess who got caught? <laughs> I got I got caught pretty well. He's like, oh, shit, it's you, Jared. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jared. I got you. I was like, no, I, I, I knew this was going to happen. I knew me being the first one to round the corner is going to get me wet. And then yesterday, so the owner's kid works with us. And uh, the owner's kid is like, he, he's like just old enough to work, in the, to work which is pretty interesting. Um, you know, he's like just old enough to be to working and the kid the kid knows himself like he's smart like his dad's probably you know he's probably brought him on the job and and showed him around because we do give tours you know we give tours of how things work and i mean hell you, you know you're the owner's kid so oh, i was working with the owner's kid yesterday well what does d-bag do he soaks the owner's kid like okay first off soaking one of your friends i mean i guess you can't really call anybody at work one of your friends you know especially if they all hate you and i'm giving you the nickname of you know hot garbage or d-bag but like why would you soak the like why would you why would you you know purposely do that like why would you purposely like of all the people to do of all the people to do this like do it to me do it to you know one of the you know one of your other younger kids that you know that that you're okay with that you know will just be like ah d-bag you're so funny 
you know, or like, ah, come on, D-bag, what the hell? Like, no, you don't just, you don't soak the owner's kid unless, like, you're best friends with the guy. So that was a dumbass move, and uh, I'm really hoping that uh, I'm working towers today, and I accidentally have a slip of the sprayer, and I tag tag him. Um, that is my hope and goal for today, that I am put on towers, and that when it comes time for part of cleanup, I'm going to come around the corner and accidentally just go, Pfft. oh, my bad, I didn't mean to, oh, shit, you were right there. So I'm hoping to tag him with that and see how that goes. Uh, yeah, besides that, um, I really haven't been doing a whole heck of a lot. I've, I've been working a lot. Uh, I, I had Thursday off. I decided to play a bunch of Skyrim on Thursday. I just, I can't believe how many notes I take in Skyrim. Like, I never, like, I used to play Mass Effect, and I remember in Mass Effect, I would take some notes where I'd be like, oh, this armor does this, or this weapon does this, and this, and this, and this. I started doing that with Skyrim. Like, I didn't want a game to be that in-depth. I really didn't want a game to be that hardcore in-depth where I was like, if I switch out this armor for this, or if I blah, 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 blah. And that, that game has become that. So that has increasingly took up a bunch of my time. I mean, I did, uh, I did, I did venture outside, uh, you know, a couple times this week. I did venture, uh, I peopled. I think I think I peopled on, uh, th- yeah, I peopled on Thursday because I did my laundry that I really needed to do, because I was literally wearing long johns to work, uh, like you know, the the kind of long underwear that you wear out in the middle of winter and it's eighty to five degrees inside of a hot and humid food food place where I'm just sweating like crazy. That's not good, but I you know I just like the people. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I talked about this last time, but I went, I went to Noodles and Company to go get some food. Oh, no, I did talk about it. But, like, I, I still see people out with, like, their, their noses poking out of their masks like snossages. You know, it's like, what, what are you doing? Like, put your nose underneath your mask. How hard is it? How hard is it to do? Like, why, why, is, this, why is this mask thing such a hard... Like, I get, I get people want... Like, you don't want to have to do it. And I get it's an extra dumb step. I re- like, I don't like doing it either, but I do it. I think it's, like, I, I hate doing it. Like, I put on my mask, and it's just like... Like, I was talking... Who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody else. I was... Yeah, I, I was talking to this lady at Best Buy to uh, to get my phone better. And, you know, you're supposed to, like, stay six feet apart. And I'm like, what? I, like, I'm like, lady, I'm half deaf. Speak up. I can't hear you through the mask. And so, like, I finally get right up next to her. I put my ear next to her. I'm just like, what? And she kind of backs away. I was like, lady, I can't hear you. If you can't speak into my ear, find me somebody else that's going to talk to me. And that's that's just the biggest thing is that I, I hate that I, I, I can't just, you know, hear somebody. Like, I really wish I could just hear people or I hate these masks. I hate them, too, but I know, I know why we got to wear them. I want to wear them. I'm going to wear them. It's just... It's just infuriating to have to, like, break somebody's bubble because I can't hear them. It's, it's annoying. It's annoying. Super annoying. Blue, uh, Blue's been a little bitey lately. Uh, some, every, you know, usually in the mornings when I come out, Helios will step up right away for me. And he's, he's pretty good about stepping up right away, giving me some kisses in the morning. 
and then I'll put him down and we'll just kind of hang out and we'll, we'll call it a day and I'll get some morning love from him. Blue is kind of just like I'm going to kill your finger. A step up, which is interesting because if I get Helios to step up, Blue usually will step up with no problem or vice versa where I'll get Blue to step up and then Helios will step up no problem. But the problem is getting one of them... Stop. The problem is getting one of them to step up without the... Uh, without the nibbles or the bites because I yeah they uh homie homie I can't edit all of this out I gotta go to work and I gotta get this out it's due today because I procrastinated should have done it I should have done it Thursday when I wanted to but hey that's life that's what you get I love you bro I love you bud so yeah that it just I, I don't I don't have much like my life my life has been quite boring these last this last week I haven't done anything special oh for the other podcast that we are doing uh, serial killers and chill I get to geek out here for a second um, so my uh, counterpart in serial killers and chill she uh, Tara uh, and I know you're listening because you've said that you've listened to my podcast for quite some time. Um, I am really, really happy because she's getting a computer, which means that I can help her find a podcasting mic, help her find the programs that she needs to record for podcasts, and all of a sudden our podcast, called Serial Killers and Chill, is going to become, dude, I'm going to throw my water bottle at you, knock it off. Our podcast is going to become amazing... Our podcast is going to become amazingly better because now I will be able to have so much fun and I'll be able to edit and do a lot of nerdy, geeky stuff that I'm going to thoroughly enjoy. I love editing stuff. I, I mean, I've edited a couple of videos that we've done as well, too, as she's getting a webcam. So that means that yeah, we're going to like I love how we're going to be able to actually put together one hell of a podcast and make it pretty awesome, and then maybe, maybe, if uh, she's she's interested, um, we're gonna because I've done I've I've done a few sample I've done a sample video for her to show her the kind of editing that I can do, uh, and we might start a YouTube channel if she's comfortable with it, where we do actual like YouTube videos and and we're still do, we're still gonna do the podcast. It's not something that we're not gonna do. It's just that we're still gonna do the podcast, and. We'll just add the video element to it later. So that's that's kind of the plan, is to maybe take a step forward and start actually doing video, doing, uh, you know, doing video, doing an actual podcast with a video into it. Because I think it's like Bill Burr and Burt Kreischer do a podcast together. Tom Zagura uh, and, and Burt Kreischer who do Two Bears, One Cave. Bill Burr started doing podcasts where, you know, it's it, with the video. A lot, you know, a lot of people are doing podcasts, but then, then they also offer the video as well, too. I mean, Joe Rogan's podcast has been like that for a very, very long time. I think it's an excellent format where you get to see the people you're talking to, or you can just like, oh, I'm, you know, an hour and 15 minutes into the, to the podcast. I got to go drive to work now. And then you just throw it on as the audio podcast and you can pick up right where you left off. I just think it's nice to see, see the people that you're talking to. Um, I've always been a fan of just, you know, like if I'm talking to somebody, I, I, I like doing video calls. And, you know, I like I hate texting. I like talking on the phone, but I like video calls even better. Every once in a while, yeah, 
audio calls are just fine. Audio calls are okay. But every now and again, you know, it's just like, I want to see the other person I'm talking to. It's, it's awesome. I love this clear American sparkling water. This stuff is so good. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen. I am going to go do my short Saturday. I'm going to rock and crawl it. And I am going to just completely take care of business as one should. So here is me signing off for the day. I think we are... Oh, no, that's my calculator. Let's not pull up a calculator. Let's pull up... Oh, look at that. We're at about 45 minutes. So this is a decent podcast. It's not super, super long, but it's not super, super short like I thought it would be. So we're doing a decent-sized podcast today. Um, I do apologize about the bird noises. They are a little bit more excitable this morning than they usually are. So I'm going to let you guys go and tell you that I love your faces. I will talk to you guys later. Har har. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. I love you guys. Later.